0: have vfresh like we kind of believe like you believe we feel like you know we know our own bodies the best and we could be advocates for ourselves you know and there's a lot of things that we can do <music>
1: Welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna, your host, and I actually had such an amazing interview with today's guest, which I'm going to get into in just a second. But you guys miss my co-host Jared when he's not here. So welcome, Jared, to the intro. Hello,
2: everyone. I'm happy <laughs> to be here for the intro. He likes,
1: he likes making me feel like punching him.
2: we do have like a brother sister yeah definitely
1: yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. like
2: like messing with each other yeah for sure i also think it's good because i think it's like more spontaneous i like to try to nudge you a little bit off your game so it's more like in the moment i don't know
1: yeah and i just don't know how i feel about that (laughs) (laughs) oh look my sister's facetiming me bring her on okay let's bring her on we can't bring her on we just we just facetimed with my sister and my niece
2: who is super super cute
1: she's the best yeah she's adorable um but yeah i just wanted to talk a little bit before we get into the intro and kind of catch up about my guest today she is the ceo and founder of v fresh which is a company that i have been promoting here on this podcast who's Mm. been supporting the podcast so we are talking about vaginal health which is both important for women and men, Mm because men need to know this as well, Um, tips and tools, tips, tips, play on word, tips and (laughs) and tools.
2: Tools also?
1: Yes, total play on words that they can use to help us, which will then give them better sexual experiences as well. So anyway, um, that interview is coming soon, but I wanted to just kind of catch up and, and do a little recap of our week.
2: Yeah. You want to go exciting. first? Oh, um, so, something, so this is a funny story I wanted to process with you. When you were posting about the new website launch and things like that, and I posted some stuff to my stories. Yes. Right? I, like, looked at the views because you taught me how to do that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's, like, people on these views that I, like, don't. I don't know, right? Yeah. So I guess, like, people are finding me through the podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, um, So that's super cool. But then I clicked on somebody and I was like, oh, who's this? So but basically, I'm going to tell you the story of my first attempt at, like, a DM slide. <gasps> <laughs> okay. So I'm like, oh, do I know this person? Like, the, you know, like, this woman's really pretty and she looks, like, to be about, like, my age, you know, like, our age or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, but she, it didn't say that she, you know how it'll say, like, follows Leanna Joan or Hello or to Hel- Yeah, sure. whatever. I saw that she liked the story, and I'm like, how do I know this person? Like, I don't know if, like, who knows if you just somebody stumbled on it through, like, Explore or something like that, or whatever. Or, or she didn't like the story, but she viewed it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let me just see what happens. And I, and I followed her, mm-hmm. right? And then, then a few minutes later, she follows me back. Okay. And I'm like, okay, like, because I'm like in a whole new uncharted territory. I'm like, right. I think, I think this is kind of like how you sort of feel, yeah. feel it out. Yeah, sure. Right. So then, what I did is I like looked at her posts, and I like liked a post that was like fairly recent. And then I think she liked one of my posts. What?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> So so then dating in twenty twenty. I know, like, but I don't know if anyone can relate to this. Like, it, either people listening are either like, yeah, like Jared is an idiot. Like, everybody sort of knows this. But it was—it's a very interesting, like, sort of subtle language to learn, right? And like, isn't that what like dating and flirting sure. is? You're like yeah. sort of sending and receiving signals, and you're like trying yeah. to like, you know, like figure out like okay I don't want to come on too strong but I like blah 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 so it's this whole so I'm like navigating this in the Instagram world for the first time so follow follow back like like and then I am like I I think it was like during the work day so I like did a lot of this like over lunch but then I was like you know doing work stuff and Mm -hmm. but in the back of my mind I'm like trying to figure out like okay like what is
1: what's the next move
2: what yeah like well then the next move is a DM DM slide, yeah. What am I going to say? Right? And then, (laughs) wait, okay, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no,
1: I was, I was, I was mocking every other guy that slid into my DMs with just, hey. Like, hey. Yeah. 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 Right? No offense, guys. I'm sure you're great.
2: So then I go back in Instagram, like, later on. I have a DM. (gasps) From her? Yeah. What? Yeah. Who
1: is and she? And I was like, this
2: worked out perfectly. The DM was something like, hey, like, love you on the podcast. Like, hope that you're well. Aw. Um, yeah, which I thought was, like, cool. And then we, like, just sent a few messages back and forth. Oh, and she talked about, like, you know, how great she thinks you are and, like, how Aww. much she can, like, relate to, like, things that you share and blah, blah, blah. Aww, so that's so sweet. Thank you. I uh, know. Yeah, so it was just, like, a cool, fun thing. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: For learning the intricacies of the Insta.
2: Yeah, that's what I was, like, most proud of. I mean, A, I had, like, a really cool exchange with, like, you know, one of our listeners who was, like, a really nice person. But B, I was like, oh, like, I kind of figured this out. Yeah. Because, like, I, I think that's the other thing that's interesting for me is I know from the beginning, right, like, people reach out to you and, like, respond to the show and stuff like that. But I get less of that because, like, I'm not doing much of anything on social media which you've lectured me about a few times. Yes, I have. (laughs) Um, Like, justified, by the way. Thank you. Um, And so it's also like, yeah, it was cool to like have someone like, that is like really hey, cool. I listen to the podcast and I think it's great. You know? yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That feels good. That
1: is very cool. I've actually had a, um, a couple people reach out after last week's episode, My Story 2.
2: Um, yeah, what's the what's the
1: buzz? Um, yeah, I've just gotten some really positive feedback on it and a listener just said like, you know, she kind of can relate to what I've been through and like really appreciates the podcast and a couple of kind of longtime family friends just started recently listening to it and so it's just you know if it's been a good week of feedback especially the website is officially up Mm -hmm. um i know it was it did go up on friday a little late but it did go up on friday so if you guys haven't checked it out it's www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com so that took a lot of work to get that up. And so it's kind of, it's kind of been nice. Like last week leading up to my story two episode was like very stressful week for me. Yeah. And so now just kind of getting to relish in some of the feedback and listening to you and mm-hmm. seeing all the fun photos that I get to put on social media from our photo shoot. Yeah. And by the way, we did a poll for your oh, yeah. dating profile. Yeah. And I, all of the pictures that I put up, I think there were six, all of them ended up being in the positive percentile of yeah. like yes post yes post yeah. but there were three that were yes, like
2: post. So. yes post yes <laughs> post oh lord
1: but there were three <laughs> that were definitely more like 75 percent said post yeah, yeah so we posted a cup one brood you posted one brooding one and one... Is it broody?
2: I think it's just I'm, like, looking straight on and, like, not, like, full-on smiling. It's sexy brooding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, sexy, like, serious face, kind yeah, of. Owned,
1: yeah, own... Yeah. Bro- is that what brooding means?
2: Brooding. I think of brooding
1: as, like, you know, like, the model... Like-
2: I think of that more as smoldering.
1: <laughs> oh, what is brooding?
2: Brooding is, like, you're, like... I think, it like, you're, like, thinking and kind of sad and, like, introspective. I don't know. Maybe oh. it's a little broody, but like- Should we Google that? Sexy faces can be, brooding faces can be sexy, but I don't think not all sexy faces can be described as brood.
1: Well, a brood is a family of young animals,
2: especially a bird. correct, yes.
1: So brooding meaning is showing deep unhappiness of thought, appearing darkly menacing. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, so I don't, I, I hope I'm not brooding in any of those photos. <laughs>
1: okay so yes you look smoldering
2: thank you so but it's really interesting though and this is like just another thing about the way we perceive ourselves versus like the one that got the most votes i'm like i really don't like that photo
1: interesting isn't that weird yeah and i love that photo of you really Mm -hmm. yeah and he didn't use it
2: yeah, and so, well, yeah, well, you put you up ha- the two yes. that I've used, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: but you have to, even even if someone else sees a different image of you, you have to like what you're going to put up.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. On
1: your profile.
2: Yeah. Okay, wait, but to get back to last week's episode and stuff. Yes. Because like, one of the things I, I want to ask you about how you're feeling, like having, like now edited it and listened to it and put it out in the world and like getting the response Um, because like something that stuck with me that I really appreciated is sort of sharing when I think every person on earth can relate to when you're in a relationship and it's not working, you know, like we talked, you know, like on the episode about like, if you notice yourself paying attention to like other people, which I've also been in that situation. Right. Right. And I and I thought about it, and I you know another way I relate to that is like times where like the relationship hasn't been working. I have been unhappy. I think both of both people were unhappy, and like then I just like wasn't a very good partner. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you become like mm-hmm. sort of like resentful or neglectful, or, and that's like such a hard place to be in. And I thought it was cool that you shared like because I think like everybody can feel that, and it's so easy to be like oh, I'm a shitty, terrible person, you know? Mm. But it's like, no, like everybody's been there, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't know. So how are you feeling about just what you shared? Well,
1: first, just a quick recap. If we have listeners listening to this episode that haven't listened to last week's episode. Mm -hmm. So basically, I am telling bits and pieces of my story, being a divorced woman, um, learning how to date in her 30s, and the my story part one was from my childhood to me getting engaged at the age of 20 and then Mm -hmm. last week's episode was my story part two which was uh the wedding day and being married for the first five or six years or so so Mm -hmm. that's what jared is referring to and i talk a lot about being unhappy for most of of the marriage Mm -hmm. and what kind of things came out of that and how i felt and how that was handled um so yeah it was very nerve-wracking for me to post that episode Mm -hmm. i think you know my parents are very private people and i think part of it is that generation is Mm -hmm. much more private than our generation you know our generation is very like we need to speak up about depression Mm -hmm. anxiety mental illness um, things that we would naturally be shamed for. Like, it's okay to be imperfect. Mm-hmm. And I think typically the baby boomer generation and my even my father, who's older, be, um, would it be the... What's the generation oh. before the baby boomers? Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, I Like, are they the greatest generation? Like, there's that yeah, like, sort I, of world war two kind of... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to put on kind of this happy, like outward appearance like everything's gonna be okay yeah and i've decided to use my experience and my story to as an outlet for those who need to hear someone else going through shit yeah and need to hear someone else that's having to be medicated from the age of 17 on that Mm -hmm. is or was in a marriage and were unhappy and felt trapped and had this upbringing of you know a uh, strong religion that was almost suppressive and so as terrifying as it is mm-hmm. it feels rewarding when i know that it's ultimately helping others yeah you know i i did say you know wait a little bit for my story part three because that's really the humdinger
2: that's <laughs>
1: that's yeah that's the big one right there but no i'm very I'm very proud of myself for being able to use something that I've been through and ultimately use it to help other people, um, which is kind of why I created this podcast. I just didn't know that it would go this vulnerable and this deep. Yeah. But that was ultimately the the thing is I want to help women specifically. Yes. But now, you know, we talked about it last week, also men. And, yeah. and so that's why we're here. So thank you yeah. for asking that question. No,
2: I, I think it's so cool because I like... The way you describe, you know, when you're in the relationship and you're like, and I'm saying you, and I mean like me and like everyone, right? Like, and you're, you're trying to make it work and you're kind of making it work, but on the inside, like, it's not quite there, you know? And like, yeah, that's just, that's, that's the hard thing Mm -hmm. in relationships, you know? And it's like, you know, I know so many people who were married young and just, you know, like, God, if I got married at 20, like... I had no idea who I was, mm-hmm. you know, and I was still so caught in my trauma yeah. and stuff, but and anyway. I,
1: and I don't think either of us are promoting divorce. We're, you know, I'm not saying if you're unhappy in your relationship, go get divorced. You know, yeah. that's definitely not what I'm saying. I I am I am all for counseling work, yes. putting in the effort, yep. putting in the communication to make sure that you've literally done everything that you can do before you make the decision
2: yeah and you know what that's the thing i don't know if i really share this on the podcast but in my most recent relationship that ended you know like four months ago that was like one of the first relationships where i felt like really proud of myself Mm. that like i had done that Mm. you know like that i'm like hey like i was really like present and invested you know like cared and like tried to be a good partner and like Mm -hmm. you know and like and then when it didn't work i felt like okay yeah like that was the right decision Mm -hmm. because so many relationships I feel like my like stuff has gotten triggered and then I'm like kind of either becoming avoidant Mm -hmm. or becoming resentful or whatever Mm -hmm. and then when it ends I'm like shit yeah I mean I think if you can be in that good place then either you know through the counseling and stuff like you can make it work or then when things end you're like hey you know what like It, you know, if that needed to end. And of course, you're still sad that it ended, but, you know, you can have that, I don't know, comfort of like knowing that, you know, you did everything you could to make it work and Mm -hmm. it wasn't meant to work.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, Yes. Okay. So the other thing just about the interview folks were about to hear, I'm excited to listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet, but we were talking before we turned the mic on about like, I don't know much about that world, right? But I know, like, I was telling you about getting food poisoning and, like, because I'm, like, learning more and more about, like, the balance of the the microbiome of your gut for digestion and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. right? And it's kind of a similar thing, right?
1: Yeah, very much so. I mean, vaginal flora is something that is, like, needs to be healthy. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not a doctor, and so this is... I've, you know, I'm just speaking from knowledge that I've gained from be- doing so much research into vaginal health. Yes. Because of what I've gone through personally, three years ago, I got a really bad bladder infection uh, along with bacterial vaginosis, and it turned into the spiral of medication from you know because antibiotics gives you yeast infections Mm. because it kills not only the bad bacteria but the good bacterial bacteria and then then the infections would make my bladder spasm so then it would feel like i'd have bladder infections and it was kind of just years of pain and discomfort and infections and embarrassment and it it is still kind of present it's still something i'm working with i'm working through it with my new partner zach you know he's been really great about it but it is something that it it's really hard for women to deal with Mm -hmm. and i'm sure i have some female listeners who have experienced maybe the cycle of the you know getting the yeast infection and then you treat the yeast with the diflucon and then you get the bacterial vaginosis and then you treat that with the antibiotic and then you get the yeast again and then you have sex maybe for the first time in a few months and you get a UTI on top of it. And it's just, it's so fucking annoying. And it was funny, I I was, I had a comedian friend and I was kind of bantering with him and kind of talking about this. And he was like, you should totally do a meme about how like women post sex, like make sure you pee, uh, shower, use only warm water. Don't douche, do this, do this, do that. Yeah. And then men, it's like, grab a tissue. It doesn't seem fair. It's not fair, (laughs) but there are things that men can do. So men keep listening because we're going to, this is important. You should know this stuff for whether you're in a long-term relationship and maybe you have a daughter or friends that maybe you could empathize going through this Um, or men if you're single and you're dating like you may have end up with a partner who's kind of like me they're just the vaginal florets it basically what happens is the ph gets thrown off so Mm -hmm. the ph needs to be at a certain uh, number and when it gets thrown off either one way or the other you can have the infection so yeah, anyway, I'm really excited for this interview. Qu- uh, and really quickly on this, for my listeners, um, you get 10% off when you use code all capital hello 2020. So you go to www.vfresh.com, V is V E E, and type in code all capitals hello 2020.
2: That's so cool.
1: Yeah, and you get 10% off your first, yeah. first order.
2: I also think, just in general, like, Don't you think, like, things would be better for everyone if we talked more openly about this stuff? Yes! You know, like, because I, so, I don't know if I've told this story on the pod before, but I was dating someone, this is 15 years ago, and it, like, started out, like, sort of quick and kind of hot and heavy, and so we were, like, making out, and it was getting, like, really hot and heavy, and she's like, okay, stop, I have to tell you something, And she started, like, getting emotional and, like, crying. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, she's, like, this is so hard for me because normally, like, I don't have things get physical until, like, way later on. But, like, you know, it was, like, really just kind of intense with us from the jump. And the story she eventually told me was that she has genital herpes. Mm -hmm. And... You know, and there was, like, a really traumatic, like, awful story about how she Mm. contracted it, like, Mm. from an ex and stuff. But because I I, I was sort of proud of myself because, like, because I had been, like, listening to Dan Savage and reading Dan Savage and Savage Love for, like, so long. Up to that point, I was, like, I I didn't, like, throw me off, right? And Mm -hmm. I was, like, okay, well, I assume that you, you know, like, take care of it and, and, you know, treat yourself and whatever. And she's, like, yeah. And I was, like, you know, and I assume that, like, I can trust you to like let's talk about how I can stay safe and whatever and like you know I was like what are you crying for and you know and she was like you don't know how many men I've told who have had like just horrific reactions Mm. of like shaming me and like Mm. you know or like freaking out or whatever Mm. you know like I don't know like stuff happens like people have different parts like just you know like I don't I just feel like it would be better like so I think it's cool that you're Talking about this and sharing about something that so many people have so much shame around. Yes. And, you know, like the story I told of this woman, like her shame was in a way like justified because of the like shitty way people were responding. And like, Mm -hmm. so if there's more awareness and conversation out there, then maybe people will not be shitheads when yeah they have these yes absolutely too, right yeah
1: well and i know you know this but just to make this clear for listeners um bacterial vaginosis yeast infection and ut are not stis yes um but stds i would love to have eventually uh, a gyno on to talk about stds and kind of break the the stigma yeah. of them because i i think that there's a a huge shaming culture on STDs, especially herpes, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's really, it's just kind of like a cold. You get it every now and then, you treat it and it goes away. So it's, you know, obviously be safe. Yes. Use protection. Yes. Right, but also educate yourself and, and try to be empathetic towards people that are going through stuff. You never know why someone has something that they do. Yeah So anyway and it,
2: Well and it's interesting right Cause it's like It's obviously very different for men In ways that you highlighted You know But like I, There's men that have like Penises that are like Outside of the norm right? Oh yeah like, for over, sure You know And like You know And there's a, so much stigma Around guys having like Smaller penises And there's like Such a thing as like Like a microphallus That is like mm-hmm. You know And so it's just You know I don't know I wanna live in a world Where like Nobody is like As they're getting close to somebody, like, just, like, full of, like, terror and fear and, like, shame of, like, you know, having to share something. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that. That was really nice. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I think just one more thing before we wrap this up is we did start watching last week Love on the Spectrum. Oh, yeah.
2: This is a nice segue. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And Love on the Spectrum is essentially about real people who have autism, yes. a form of autism. That are on, on the, on the auti- spectrum. autism spectrum, yes. And trying to find love. It's kind of like a docu Yeah, it's series. like a four-part
2: docu-series on yeah. Netflix.
1: It, the worst part about it is there's only four episodes. I know! So we watched the first two last week and we're watching the second two tonight. So we will come back next week with a full report yes so try and finish it before next week so we can all have kind of like you know book club together (laughs) but it's podcast club (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway okay you guys well um thank you jared for hanging out in the intro you guys i'm so excited to announce this next guest and i hope you enjoy the interview here we go All right, you guys. Well, I'm so excited to welcome my next guest. She is the CEO and founder of Fresh. Please welcome Natasha Simigo. Hello. So nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming on. You and I have had some background communication because you offer a discount code to my listeners, which we're so grateful for. But Vaginal health is so important to me because I've experienced the opposite side of that um, chronically for um, a couple years. And so I'm so excited to hear your experience with that and kind of how you got the company started. But just tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? Yeah, so I am 31 years old.
0: Um, I'm a mother of one. And I also um, adopted my brother when he was about 12. So I have two kids, technically. Yeah. And so I live in Washington State. um, And I started out actually as a court reporter. So I was doing, you know, a lot of like criminal trials, civil trials and like superior courts and stuff. And then I started VFresh pretty much.
1: Wow. <laughs> and, right that's in, full, the and that's full time. Yes, I'm sure full it time, takes a lot sure. of energy out of you. Uh, yes. Yes, uh, we
0: have VFresh as a company and then we're also building vbabes.com and it is full of a lot of short informational um, reads about vaginal health um, and women's health and there's, you know, like some of our great do's and don'ts, um, a lot of tips there for sure.
1: That's so great because I feel like it's a topic that's not talked about enough. And a yes. lot of women I'm sure feel very alone in that.
0: Yeah, um, I definitely felt very alone. And so kind of with the vbabes.com blog site, I uh, we created a private Facebook group. It's vbabes, a safe place for girl talk. And we have almost 4,000 members currently. Oh and my gosh, I love that. Yes. Um, It is very, very active. It is such a good time. It is full of all sorts of support, people asking questions, people even talking about their sex life and asking, you know, like... Being able to have a safe place to, like, state your concerns or state questions and not have anyone judge you or be mean to you or make you feel any kind of, like, way. And our rules are extremely strict. You know, there's zero tolerance for anyone who's being rude, disrespectful, judgmental. Everything must be kept private as it is a private group. And I cannot talk about how amazing the group is enough. I mean, there's just never been, I hear it all the time in the group. I cannot believe there's this group. I cannot believe that everyone is so kind and so supportive. I've never been a part of a women's group like this. They're just blown away. And of course it just makes me feel so great. I
1: love that. And again, the group is called The Babes. Yep. The Babes, a safe place for girl talk. Okay, and um, V is V E E, just for my listeners, so they know that. Yes. So, uh, tell us how you got V Fresh V Babe started. Like, how did you even get into so, this field?
0: Yeah, honestly, I. Um, so I lost my mom when I was around eleven or twelve, and mm. so I didn't have a lot. Like, I didn't have a place to go, um, a mm. comfortable place to go to ask questions mm. about vaginal health about the things that i should do or should not do Mm. um as embarrassing you know as it was i didn't even know that you were supposed to wipe uh front to back Mm. (laughs) until like high school you
1: know yeah that's not embarrassing i mean well it's just
0: yeah i mean it's just it's down to so many of the basics that are just very simple things that you can do to keep your vaginal health in check um Mm -hmm. but i just didn't know those things and then i realized that I'm probably not the only one, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't know those things. And I mean, even as something as simple as wiping front to back, I mean, I've met a lot of adults that didn't even know that, you know,
1: mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's okay.
0: You know, it really is okay. But for my journey, I just spent, you know, my high school, my college, my young adult years, just literally fighting and battling between yeast and BV Um, -hmm. I definitely was more, I am more of a bacterial vaginosis person. So Mm -hmm. I struggle a lot more with BB than I ever have with yeast. However, I do, Mm -hmm. um, struggle with yeast sometimes. Um, Mm -hmm. so I just literally spent years of, you know, like embarrassment, as a young adult, you know, you don't really want to be intimate that often. And it really just started weighing on me mentally and to the Mm. point where I was just going to the doctor and I was just like, hey, like, I don't really feel like I should smell this strong. And, you know, for a while, um, for years, you know, the doctors were telling me, they tested me for everything. I would come back negative and I'd be like, hey, Like, I feel like something is wrong, and I kind of, like, felt like I was almost, I don't want to say, I mean, I guess, I, yeah, I mean, I guess I felt like we were kind of arguing a little bit back and forth, Mm. um, because I would still demand meds, because something is wrong. I knew something was wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't mm-hmm. always test negative. I would test negative sometimes, or I would test positive sometimes for BV, but I always knew I have BV. Mm-hmm. When I, know mm-hmm. I have BV, I know my body. And that's the biggest frustration. And mm-hmm. what I want to promote most through v Fresh is we as women, we do know our bodies best, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, we're not doctors, mm-hmm. but we know our bodies. So, I know Mm -hmm. my body and just being frustrated with feeling no one's really listening to me. I just, I did my own research. I started just really diving in and digging into other alternatives Mm. and I came across uh, boric acid and it was actually used way back when um, Mm. to treat vaginal issues, um, you know, vaginal infections to naturally Mm -hmm. balance the pH and it's natural. So I just said, what the heck, you know? Mm-hmm. And I tried it and it literally worked so fast. And it, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it changed my life forever. And I literally remember waking up and not, having any odor for the Mm -hmm. first time that feeling of just being like liberated you know Mm -hmm. like it was almost like you know you're like hey Mm -hmm. let's let's have sexy time now you know like it just literally like there's so much of a mental weight that Mm -hmm. vaginal issues can have that I don't even Mm -hmm. think we as women realize and Mm -hmm. so once that weight was lifted I and I mean, it brought me to tears. I was so happy mm. that like, I was like, okay, like I need to get this in the hands of other women because I know I'm not the only one. And this is going to be really scary because I'm going to stand up in front of the world and say, hey, I have issues <laughs> with mm-hmm. my vaginal health. But mm-hmm. it's worth it because how many women we helping continuously.
1: Absolutely. Well, I have so many questions and comments with what you just said, but I just want to break down for my listeners, especially probably my male listeners. What is bacterial vaginosis and what is like a yeast infection? You know, obviously you're not a doctor, you know, we're not. Yeah, no. yeah, BB, it's
0: literally vaginal infections come down to your vaginal pH. That's not being mm-hmm. balanced, you know? And so when your pH isn't balanced, you have, you know, more of the bad things. So like BB is an overgrowth of bacteria. You know, we have for yeast, there, there is some yeast that we need in our vaginas that keeps us mm-hmm. going, but it's when it's like the overgrowth of mm-hmm. yeast, um, that's when things get really like uncomfortable. And it literally happens. It's natural. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not an STD. It's not anything gross. This literally is natural things that happen. It's kind of like if you get a headache or if you get sick, Mm -hmm. you know, for male listeners, there's no reason to be a little quirky or weird about it. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And what are, what are the symptoms? Like what are the
1: most common symptoms
0: so yeast definitely is for me and this varies again, but for me yeast is itchy mm-hmm. and it is um white like almost like cottage cheese discharge, mm-hmm. but I, I would mm-hmm. say cottage cheese was you know, some people can get like super cottage cheesy, but me I'm just a little more like thick white. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the itching and it's the burning that mm-hmm. definitely get me. And, that, and that's the most common symptoms. Mm-hmm. And then you actually can start having a little bit of an odor as well mm-hmm. as the yeast grows. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: And then with BV, the main, main symptom is a strong, fishy odor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, vaginas do have their own smells you know, but it's a smell is different than an odor. Mm -hmm. And so you shouldn't be kind of like over overwhelmed or overcome with the smell that's coming, the odor that's coming down, like coming from there. And also a symptom that a lot of people don't know is BV actually can cause some abdominal cramping as it gets worse. And so, Mm. yeah. Um, And the biggest thing for me with wanting women to treat things as soon as they can is a lot of women also don't know that BV can actually as it the longer goes untreated it could um, impact your fertility Mm. and so um it's just very important that we keep a healthy and balanced ph because there's a Mm. lot more things that can affect
1: us um, Mm -hmm. if we don't handle it yeah definitely and i know uh, another symptom with BV is a discharge that is kind of a little greenish?
0: Yeah, so yes, you can have, I never ever have had discharge with BV.
2: Mm-hmm. I've
0: always only ever had some abdominal pain and the odor, but yes, BV discharge, it, it can be like, I like you hear like a cloudy grayish discharge, but mostly I would definitely say, and with the women in my group, the consensus is pretty much it's mainly odor.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's
0: definitely. And the main point as well, of course, because no one wants yeah. to
1: smell like that. Right, definitely. Well, let me. I want to definitely talk more about this, but let me share a little bit with my experiences with yeast infections and bacterial vaginosis. So, I was married for a long time, and I had only been with one partner. And then we got divorced. And I started dating. Of and course. So then I started having sex with more partners, right? Mm-hmm. And I got okay. my first yeast infection. It was horrible. I was so itchy. I couldn't sleep. I thought something oh, yes. was <laughs> wrong with me. It was horrible. I ended up, so I went to the doctor and they're like, Oh yeah, you have, a yeast infection. And I didn't know anything about, you know, going to the pharmacy or, you know, and getting just like a cream that you can put up there. I didn't know anything about that because I'd never gotten it before. So they gave me a Diflucon, which is a pill that can treat yeast. And they also gave me a cream and I was still itchy days after. So they gave me one more Diflucon and it went away. However, almost immediately it became recurring. And every month I would start to feel that itch and I'd freak out and I'd call the doctor and I'd go back in and they'd give me, you know, the Diflucon and that persisted for a few months and then it went away. And then the following year, so like a year later, I started getting yeast infections again. And, and, you know, part of it I think was I would feel the itch and I'd immediately be like, Okay, I have a yeast infection. I need to go fix this. Yes, yeah, like the well, paranoia. <laughs> it's the oh yeah, because it's so horrible. It's so yes. horrible. Like yes. like men. I just want to speak to you for a second. You, you do not understand how itchy and how much burning can happen with yeast infections. And I feel like you're on fire. <laughs> you, it's awful. Okay, so then they kept giving me medication, right? So then what happened is I was almost overmedicated, and I started getting bacterial vaginosis right? Which is oftentimes it, because then your pH overcompensates, right? So then I started getting bacterial vaginosis. Antibiotics that killed too much of the good stuff. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So then I started going on antibiotics for bacterial vaginosis, which the antibiotic, by the way, is awful. You can't, you can't drink alcohol with it. It makes you sick to your stomach. It's just, it's awful. But then what happens, right? So then you go on the antibiotic. And so then you're killing out the good bacteria. So then you get the yeast, so for 3 years Natasha and my listeners for 3 years I had struggled with yeast and bacterial vaginosis all the time. I You're was just getting on
0: one merry-go-round and going on the other,
1: <laughs> chronically chronically yeah. in pain. Like the like the abdominal cramps, low back pain. I mean, I would go into the doctor just sobbing, like what is wrong with me? And they would just be like, "Well, here's Here's more antibiotics. The, yeah, here's more <laughs> antibiotics. Here's more diflucon. And I had tried boric acid. Uh, the they at that point they didn't have it. Like I want to know when how you got your boric acid because for a while you could only get it through prescription. Yeah, or like it's not that
0: way. It's over the counter.
1: It's, now. Yeah, it's over the counter now. Um so I had tried that and I think that I was worried it didn't work. So I was using teacher oil. I mean, I was researching everything. I wasn't eating sugar. I wasn't eating carbs. I was absolutely miserable. Every time I would have sex, I would be worried that I'd get an infection. So my journey has been, I now have one diflucon once a week. And that helps stop the yeast. I also use boric acid suppositories as preventative. What's interesting though, is a boric acid completely got rid of the bacterial vaginosis. So yes. that has not been an issue. So anyway, it's such a personal thing to me, what you do. And it, one of the reasons why I reached out to you to see if you would you know, give a, a discount to my listeners. But I wanted to ask you, what is, for boric acid, what is the typical amount of use that you would recommend for my listeners to keep the pH at bay?
0: Um, so for me, kind of like how you said, it was like a merry-go-round for you between the yeast and the BB meds. Um, even though I didn't, yeast infections weren't like my main culprit, I did the merry-go-round of back and forth because I had BV every single month, so I would have to get yeast pills and I would have to get things, you know, creams and all that stuff and the pills for BV. Um, and those actually stopped working. So then like eventually my body just became immune to those. And so with boric acid, it's a natural pH balancer. And so if you're new to boric acid, or if you have a vaginal infection, um, we definitely recommend using one nightly For seven to ten days, normally seven days is sufficient. But sometimes for more intense, further along, mature infections, you know, you some women do need that extra couple days. Sure. Um, And then when it comes to just a natural regimen, which is what we recommend, um, if you're just looking to freshen up or just keep yourself in balance, I use actually one to three a week, and that's what we recommend to our listeners, especially you know, just using a V cleanse after your period or um, after you have sex, just to rebalance that right away is definitely what we recommend. Um, okay. Cause here, yeah, because have VFresh, like we kind of believe, like you believe, we feel like, you know, we know our own bodies the best and we can be advocates for ourselves, you know, and there's a lot of things that we can do, you know, to help.
1: Yeah. So, okay, so then my next question is, Can you have sex after using a boric acid suppository? Yes. So
0: this is the main thing. If you're treating an infection, it's just not the best thing to be having sex while you're trying to heal. However, Mm -hmm. many women do. I know. But yes, Mm -hmm. we would recommend not having sex while you're (laughs) treating an infection. Sure. Um, but, But we do recommend waiting about 14 hours after using uh, V V-Cleanse and showering
1: beforehand before being intimate for sure. Okay. Is there a chance that it can, like, have any side effects if you have yeah. sex too soon?
0: Oh, if you have sex too soon, I mean, other than it not tasting that great, and it might be really uncomfortable, um, yeah. I haven't... Uh, I haven't personally experienced that, and I haven't had anyone report to me anything um, kind of odd that happened.
2: Okay.
0: Um, Yeah. So nothing like serious, but there are some potential mild side effects that can happen from using boric acid. You know, like boric acid isn't for everyone. We are a strong proponent. I, myself, am like, you know, you do what works for you, and your vaginal health is so personal that... I, I want, you know, V cleanse to work for a hundred percent of people, but the reality is nothing works for a hundred percent, you know? So, um, definitely, you know, like we definitely recommend not having sex while you're treating an infection. Um, but then also staying on a regimen of one to three a week. If you are someone that struggles, you know, like V cleanse is definitely an as needed, you know, I have Mm -hmm. women that use it once or twice and they never have to touch it again. Mm. i have women that use it once a month Mm. i have women that have to use it four times a week do you know Mm. so it's just it's Mm -hmm. such a personal as needed it's just it's just personal is all i can say
1: And I'm sure you agree with me, too, that if the infection is recurring and the boric acid is not working, like, go see a doctor. Go,
0: yes. (laughs) And and I would definitely, you know, like, and we're definitely, like, again, I myself, let's make sure that it's what you have, you know? So, like, we always say go to the doctor and get tested to ensure that what you think you have is what you have, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't like now I don't have to go to the doctor. I know I have BV. <laughs> if, yeah. if I have BV, I know, yeah. you know, but you know, sometimes, um, there has been cases where people think they have a yeast infection and it's not. And so V-Cleanse mm-hmm. obviously does not treat, um, STIs and things like that. So we always want to be sure of what you think you have going on before yes. using and so definitely consulting with your doctor, we always recommend. Such a great
1: point. Yeah. Such a great point. Like I know if uh, you have like a yellowish discharge or like yellowish grayish, it could be trichomonosis. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, which is an STI. So definitely, I love that you just said that, you know, always go get checked for STDs as well. So yes. I want to transition to UTIs, but I have one more question about the the BB and the yeast are there other things we can be doing? Because I feel like, I feel like I went down this rabbit hole of, you know, where I wasn't eating sugar, I wasn't eating carbs, I was only using a soap that had, you know, like an olive oil soap, I was only wearing cotton underwear, like all these things that they tell you to do. What are your thoughts on is that in overcompensation does that work do you recommend that to women so it just kind of other things to help be preventative so
0: i will like i will start with again i always am like i speak on like what i do what works for me um and so i just always want everyone to know it may not work for you because everyone is different but literally a hundred percent cotton lined underwear is something mm-hmm. that I feel is extremely important because the other materials mm-hmm. really tend to hold the moisture. And as mm-hmm. we know, moisture and warmth really mm-hmm. creates the great breeding ground for bacteria. Mm-hmm. They love yeah. that. So um, cotton is absolutely the best to use. Um, mm-hmm. Now, something that people don't really think about, which I found affected me, and it um, affects some of my closest friends and family, women family members, I cannot use scented laundry soap Mm. to wash my underwear. Mm. So I wash my underwear separate Mm -hmm. and I use like a free and clear detergent. I don't Mm -hmm. use any of the smell good stuff for that because Mm -hmm. that really, for me, it really brings out, it doesn't give me full on BV, but it definitely makes my pH a little off to where I'm not Mm -hmm. feeling and smelling as fresh baths. I do not recommend taking like bubble baths. I personally love to sit in just a hot water bath.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I do not put anything in my bath ever. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, a V gentle vaginal wash and I don't even put that in my bath. You know, like mm. I really am a proponent of not sitting in something that just isn't water. You know, I just sure. have, a, yeah. yes, there's that for sure. Sure. Always, always, always peeing after sex, which Mm -hmm. that kind of goes more into, like, the UTI, but that also affects me. And... You know, drinking a lot of water, drinking a lot of water, and sugar does play a role, but let's be honest, like, no one wants to be on a diet all the time to, like, control their retinal health. I agree. You (laughs) have to live your life. Yeah, I really want that donut, so I don't do that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. But, you know, like, I definitely, um, again before sex, if you, I just always am like, you know, if the man can rinse off, maybe yes, that might yes. be really good because men hold a lot of bacteria, yes. you know, um, yes. that really screws with ours.
1: <laughs> yes. And I do want to, in a little bit, I want to talk about like yeah. what men can do to help women. And I know I said, I only had one more question, but there's so many more.
0: <laughs> I know um, I can literally, and I literally just took a sip of my coffee and then I'm like, wait a second. Also, since we're on this topic, let's not do when you're being intimate, you cannot do the butt to the vagina. It only goes front to back as well. Vagina to butt, yes. Yes, yes. I know it's like always sounds so weird, but like that is so huge. Absolutely. Um, Such a huge cause of BB for sure.
1: Even like G strings songs, right? They can, if. There's a little bit of movement, right? Like, and you get a little bit of something from the butt, you know. It's just so funny
0: to talk about, but it's such a big deal. People don't realize it's such a big deal, guys. Yes.
1: Yes. It really is. So, so guys, don't stick a finger in the butt. Yeah. And then don't put it in the vagina. Yeah. Just, just don't do that. (laughs) Just don't do that. Okay. So, um, and I also want to say this, I know, are you, do you agree that douching is an absolute No.
0: Yes, I um, do not ever, ever, ever recommend douching. I, mm-hmm.
1: no. <laughs> yeah, no because our, our, our vaginas naturally clean themselves out. Like yes, that's what that's, they're meant to do. Yes, because a
0: lot of people say, well, you're saying you don't, you, not to douche, but then you're also telling us to insert a capsule. Um, so the vagina is self-cleaning, yes, but the vagina is not self-healing. Yes. So people need to like, you know, it's really important to understand those two things. hmm Yes. So then
1: tell us how your V-wash works.
0: So I am somebody who um, cannot, who has never been able to use a vaginal wash. And it's been something that has bothered me, you know, because when you shower, like, I have always just rinsed the outside with just water. And that's really yeah. all you need, for sure. Yeah. But for me... I felt like it just wasn't ever like quite enough like I never felt like clean mm-hmm. um, but again I couldn't use any vaginal washes and so I set out to create a wash that I can use <laughs> and yeah. my V gentle wash is hypoallergenic dye free fragrance free sulfate free um, and I've infused it with apple cider vinegar because as we know apple cider vinegar um, is it has natural microbial properties mm-hmm. And it works. I mean, mm-hmm. I can use that wash. I used that wash for two months, and I have had—I had ten other people use it the whole two months before I even decided to bring it to market. You know, I did mm-hmm. um, a lot of my own tests. I don't sell mm-hmm. anything that I don't personally use or have used. So I spent a lot of time creating a very sensitive wash, um, and no. it's only for the outside. It is not for yeah. the inside. Um, but yes, our Be Gentle Wash is pretty amazing and we have received amazing feedback from mm. it for sure.
1: Okay, well I can't wait to purchase that because I definitely need Yes, that. We're, we um, should
0: be back in stock soon. It went very fast. Did it go? Okay. But it went way faster than what we were anticipating for
1: sure. <laughs> now, are you guys going to be coming out with sex products like a lube? or condoms or anything that are more natural. I would definitely say that
0: I have a couple products maybe that would be coming, but I don't know if I will ever I don't know if I'd ever get into like the sex mm-hmm. the sex industry or you know sex products um, with the fresh. you know I really there's a lot of companies that have like you know a ton of products. Um, And I really am not the biggest fan of having a lot of products. Mm. I really Mm. want to keep my suite pretty like focused on vaginal Mm -hmm. health and home, Mm -hmm. at home natural remedies. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to take away from what I'm trying to promote, which is like vaginal Mm -hmm. health. Not that that, I feel like that would go great with it, but Mm -hmm. I'm more focused right now on the day-to-day vaginal
1: health. Sure. So do you have any suggestions on a, a good lube? that can be used that won't create infections? I would definitely say just water-based. Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot of in- information on lubes because I don't actually mm-hmm. use any lubes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't need them. And that's one thing that the cleanse has also helped is it has helped keep things a little more wet down there. And moist. that is moist, <laughs> yes. So if you definitely, if you join our group, you will definitely, <laughs> you'll definitely know how many women that it helps with that in that area as well. Yes, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I'll share uh, something that I really like. I like using aloe vera. I feel like it's very, oh. just, it's very natural, just hundred percent aloe vera. And it also helps any like burning, like I've used it before for that. So I mean, obviously, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I've never done any scientific research, but just for yeah. my listeners, like that has worked for me. And then I would say for like anal um, coconut oil, but I wouldn't oh. use co- I wouldn't use coconut oil vaginally because that has given me yeast before. So oh, I could, yeah yeah that just personally for my listeners that has worked for me. But coconut oil is my favorite for. Anal, and now you guys all know that that's what something that I do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love this. I love the transparency
1: because I'm like, oh, noted. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So let's transition to UTIs because this is also a huge thing. And this is also something that I've experienced chronically. And UTIs are. Just as horrible. They're so painful and so, so painful. so painful. And honestly, it is something that you often do have to take antibiotics for because if it gets really bad, it will go into your kidneys. And I yes. have had friends who have had kidney infections because they haven't treated a UTI, and you do not want a kidney infection. I have also had friends who have used natural products like cranberry juice. Um, tons of water, olive oil, or not olive oil, um, olive leaf, which is a natural supplement to help. uh, It has antibiotic properties. It's supposed to help cleanse. Again, this is, I don't know scientifically, but speak on, uh, I would love to hear your V tract because I've been, you sent me a V tract and I've been using it and I absolutely love it. I I have not had any issues. I take two every day. And, you know, I know it has the D-mannose in it, but it also has... um, Hibiscus flour. Hibiscus, yeah. So just kind of tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So
0: um, D-mannose is a... It's like a simple sugar. And so our bodies don't actually um, metabolize it. So you don't have to worry about the fact that you're um, taking a bunch of sugar. Our body Mm -hmm. doesn't break it down like it normally would. And so... The bacteria that is in our urinary tract actually attaches. Most of the bacteria attaches to the D mannose, and then as you urinate, it just flushes out. And okay. then there's another kind of bacteria that actually plays a part in UTIs. And so, uh, for the bacteria that doesn't latch on to the D mannose, they found it latches onto the hibiscus flower. Mm. And so, essentially, when you take V tract, the bacteria is bonding to the D-manos and the hibiscus flower, and then when you pee, you're just flushing it out. Mm. Um, I have a daughter, she's almost five, and we used to struggle a lot with UTIs. In that age, you know, they're learning how to wipe and all those sorts of things, so it's really common, Um, Mm -hmm. but actually, I give my daughter Mm -hmm. V-Tracked. I only give her one uh, capsule, and um, it has worked wonders for us, Mm. and it is all natural and it does treat UTIs. Now that is not to say that you, you, you might not need an antibiotic. Most people that use V-TRACT for UTIs do not need an antibiotic. Mm-hmm. V-TRACT works very well and a lot of my customers, all of my custo- most of my customers, yeah, have had great success treating UTIs just with V-TRACT.
1: So you can treat and prevent. Using B track.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that does, you know, that's not to say that it would treat for everybody. You know, for my UTI that I had, it worked for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a friend, a male friend, and it worked for him. He ate too Mm -hmm. much spicy food and he was like, (laughs) holy cow, Tosh, I did not know you could get a UTI from eating too much hot sauce. <laughs> and he definitely got a UTI from eating too much hot sauce. Um, and, you know, he took v Tract and it was just like, boom, you know, v tract has been
1: such a lifesaver for a lot of people actually. And it yeah. works very well. That's so wonderful. I love that you've put this product out because again, I think – Chronic UTIs is also something that's not really talked about. But, you know, often having sex, it can be very common, you know, because like you said, the bacterial gets into the urethra and then you end up with a UTI. What are some preventative other than taking uh, v track What are some other preventative? I know we had talked about, you know, peeing right after sex, wiping front to back. Is there anything else that can be preventative for UTIs?
0: You know, mainly I would just say, you know, wiping front to back, you know, making sure you have clean underwear daily, peeing, you know, as soon as you can pee after sex. I mean, literally, Mm -hmm. I always recommend pee immediately after sex. And I mean, that's pretty much what I do. I don't have Mm -hmm. a whole lot of things because I actually don't experience UTIs that much. Mm -hmm. Um, But from my members in my group, that's kind of the main things that they speak about. Mm-hmm. Um, is making sure you know you have clean underwear every day, wiping front and back, peeing after sex, drinking um, water. Dehydration can cause a little bit of urinary irritation, mm-hmm. you know, because it's mm-hmm. more acidic. Your urine yes. is more acidic if you don't yes. um, drink enough water, so that can kind of feel uncomfortable.
1: Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, so really quickly, I do want to speak specifically to men because I have had. A few partners that I wish that they had known what they needed to do to help me out. So do you agree that having sex can cause yeast and bacterial vaginosis?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I am someone that can literally have everything looking good, smelling good, feeling good, and then I can have sex and almost immediately things
1: don't look good, smell good, feel good. Yes. <laughs> so I fully believe that. Okay, so what can men do to help us out? Because I feel like they need to be advocates for us and take responsibility cuz they all they do is stick their dick in us and they're fine. Yep. Okay. And then we're the ones that end up with all of the after effects of that. So I am a firm believer that like my partner Needs to know if I have an infection, they need to know my symptoms, they need to be supportive, they need to help financially with any bills that I have for that. Um, So, you know, I have my thoughts on what men can do, but what, what, you know, I'd love for you to speak specifically to them. What can they do to help
0: us? honestly their hygiene is super important you know um i don't i think we always focus so much on women's hygiene and the way they smell and things but we don't ever look to the man and say hey like you need to be clean also it doesn't really help if i am cleaning myself properly and you are not cleaning yourself properly you know yes um definitely when we're speaking about men who are uncircumcised you know like making sure you are there you're cleaning under that foreskin that holds a mm-hmm. lot of Bacteria mm-hmm. that is so important. Men is there drinking, a specific soap? No, you know my, the gentle soap um, is definitely men can use that as well. You know mm-hmm. this is not the tract is something that men can use. V-Gentle, the gentle though our feminine wash. You know it's just a sensitive wash. I mean I know we call it a feminine wash, but the reality of it is it is for men and women, you know, like you can use it for sure. Um, So just making sure that they're properly cleaning themselves, drying themselves, you know, you don't want to have, leave a lot of moisture there because again, the warmth and the moisture, it just is a breeding ground. Um, But mostly when it comes to what men can do is I think it happens to be more so in the mental, mental support um, because if you have an experience with someone that you're not comfortable with, you know, um, if you have an embarrassing experience, you know, maybe you're having sex and you have BV and you didn't realize you had BV. And now here you are in the middle of sex and you're like, well, I definitely smell something. You know what I mean? Like it is so incredibly embarrassing and humiliating that like, all we really need is support. Like, I just don't want to feel like an alien, you know, to you. I just, I feel like men, as long as they can understand that it's not, anything to do with the women being dirty or if it's nothing to do you know has nothing to do with how many partners you slept with you know that's a big stigma is like vaginal issues are because you're a slut or you're a whore or you've slept with a bunch of people and like no 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 it really comes down to just a natural pH imbalance yes. that's it
1: yes yes i love that so much and i would say also Like men, um, don't use a really strong odored soap and like try and use like a, like you said, like a free and clear non-odor soap specifically for that area. You know, if you had two soaps, you can use whatever soap on your body, but get a soap specifically for your penis. Um, and then also wash your fucking hands. If you want to stick your fingers in a girl's vagina, fucking wash your hands. That yeah. shit drives me insane. And can we stop using spit as lube? This is not
0: lube, okay? Like, please, can we put an end to that? All right. It's Corona. We do not need to be doing that. All right. Yeah.
1: Like. Please. I agree.
0: Yes. Break. And and do and ha- do something to make. <laughs> this is so off topic, but do something Just, to make your cum taste better. Okay. <gasps> so. Like drink some water. Yeah. Drink, water. drink some water. It's like it's Eat some really pineapple. about. Yes. Like, literally, it's so simple. Um, But like, that's literally what men could do. Men, literally, if you can keep themselves clean, and if they can drink water, it is so it helps us so much. And also, don't make us feel bad if there's something weird going on down there. Or if they're, you know, if we are like, oh, you know, a little uncomfortable, or if you smell something, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason to um, make the woman feel anything other than Normal because that's yes. all it
1: is. Yes, and I love what you said about the mental support. Like, take responsibility. Yeah, for your this isn't side just me. <laughs> yes, sex is when a fifty. I'm, 50- I'm good. yeah, <laughs> yes. sex is a 50-50 thing. So, if yes. your woman, if your woman or some hookup or whatever has to go to urgent care, go with her or yeah, pay pay for the vaginal cream or pay for the and the, go pick up the, the, the prescription. V- Go pick up the prescription, like be a decent person and offer support in whatever way. So I want to tell you a really funny story. Um, Oh, tell me, tell me. (laughs) Okay. So this is after, you know, two and a half years of dealing with these infections. And I met a guy and we totally hit it off and things were getting kind of serious, kind of fast. And I shared with him before we had sex, I shared with him my issues. And I said, this has been chronic for me. I told him some trauma that I had been through and that it was going to be something that we were going to have to deal with together. Okay. So we have sex and I sure enough got a horrible yeast infection. It it felt like a UTI was, it was pelvic cramping. It was horrible low back pain. Well, by this time we had gotten in a huge fight and he, we had essentially agreed to kind of separate and, I had to go to urgent care on a Sunday. My urgent care was closed. So I had to pay out of pocket. Oh, I was no. by myself. I called him. I was crying. I left a voicemail. I said, I know, you know, we're we're not together, but please be a friend right now. Like I really need support. I'm in so much pain. I have to go teach a yoga class. Can you please be there for me? He didn't answer the phone. Oh, I paid $50 out of pocket oh. and then I had to go to Target to fill the prescription. I had to buy the yeast infection cream. So I'm now $75 in the hole, right? And no response, no text, no call back. And so I took my prescription bag and I stapled my receipt to it and I wrote my address and I went to his house and I- Good for you! And I taped the prescription bag on his door and I said, if you'd like to contribute, here's my address. And then I left his house. I got a phone call within 15 minutes. He was like, what, what is going on? Because I'm sure he thought I was pregnant. Like, that's what I was saying. Right. So he, oh. you know, he called me like, I didn't answer his phone. I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't answer yeah. it. He called me five times in a row. I finally answered it. He's like, what's going on? And I said, did you listen to your voicemail? Like, I'm crying, urgent care. Like, if you want to contribute, like, this is what I'm going through. Anyway, He never sent me a check, but I texted him a few times after that. I was like, hey, I haven't gotten a check yet. Have you, (laughs) have you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're still waiting. Can you text him again, by the way? Can you tell him Natasha's still
0: waiting too? I would just like an update on if that check is in the mail. I would love to know.
1: So anyway, you know, I mean, I definitely, it was just, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Absolutely. Which, There's no you reason know, why. Yeah. We need support. Yeah. yeah, we do. And especially because I had told him ahead of time and, you know what? I don't care that we're not going to be together. Oh, be, of course. Yeah. be a decent human being yeah. and be there for someone. Like let's like support
0: can come in all shapes and all forms, you know, like yeah. it really can. And if he didn't have a lot of money, even if he just wanted to give you a phone call to say, it's okay. And you can do this, you know, that's all it yes. takes. Just Absolutely. something. Yes.
1: So anyway, I, I just, I'm so, I was so proud of that moment. And I remember I posted it somewhere in a group that I was in. And some girl was like, wow, that was so selfish of you. Men, like sex doesn't cause yeast infection. And I'm like, like, you know, yes, it does. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Have you dealt with this kind of thing?
0: Like, you know? Um, yeah. So, And that's the thing is everyone is so different. And, you know, women, Um, I think that we're really starting to get more educated and more and more women are starting to advocate for themselves. They're starting to ask their own questions. You know, and I think that's really what it's about is getting self-educated, you know, and really number one is knowing your body because you can go to the doctor a million times and they're not going to know you as well as you know you. And so yeah. just feeling confident and strong in being your own advocate. And if you don't like something or if you feel like they're giving you something and that's not the issue, you have every right to speak up. Yeah, You know, every right to speak up. And if you still are feeling like you need support, we always, always want more V babes in our private group because yeah. um, literally it is full of information. It's full of people of women you know that say hey this gives me yeast or this gives me yeast and this doesn't you know it really just kind of levels the playing field Mm -hmm. and it makes you kind of feel like hey like this is okay you know i'm really not alone it's so important support is so important when it comes to vaginal issues it really is
1: yeah and i love that because women need to be supporting women as well because yes you know oftentimes and hashtag not all men but oftentimes men are not supportive of this. No, and, and they're, they get um, really uncomfortable too. They get very uncomfortable. Um, I remember I had a, a, my ex boyfriend. I was talking to him about it, and he's like, "Can you not say things like discharge to me?
0: <laughs> can you not like breathe in my direction anymore? Like, God, can what the you hell are yeah. my eyes? Can you like not come on me, please?" Yeah, well, like how about you just like keep her come to yourself then, asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: um, really quickly, I know we talked specifically about your products, but um, one more yeah. time, just tell us the the products that you have to offer on your site.
0: Yeah, so vFresh vFresh is our site, and we sell vCleanse. vCleanse is boric acid suppositories. Um, We have V-TRACT. That is for UTIs and bladder health. Mm -hmm. Um, That is D-manos and hibiscus flower. Those are oral pills. Um, So the the V-Cleanse is a vaginal suppository. So that goes inside of your vagina. Yeah. do
1: not swallow that one. (laughs) Do
0: not swallow V-Cleanse, please. And it says it all over the bottle. (laughs) Yes. And then, um, yeah, so V-TRACT is for our UTIs and bladder health. And then we have our vaginal wash, and that is V Gentle, and that is our hypoallergenic, sulfate-free, dye-free, fragrance-free vaginal wash. It's pH-balanced, and it's infused with apple cider vinegar. Love
1: it.
0: And that's for the outer vagina only, not the inside of the vagina. Outer vagina only.
1: Yes. And your shipping is, is pretty fast too. I, I ordered a track recently and it got to me really fast. I'm sure things have slowed down a little bit because yes. of the pandemic. Yes,
0: because of COVID. Yes. Due to the global pandemic, we have experienced some shipping delays, um, but mm-hmm. we literally are you Know we have over 2,000 five star reviews for a reason, you know. Like, we that's amazing. We very much, um, customer service is our number one. We will take care of you, we will respond to you, we get to everybody, um, and we will fix whatever issue there is if you guys are I having that. some shipping issues for sure. But, um, please just be a little kind to know that there is a pandemic and there's not much we could do about it, of course. Um, yeah. but I would definitely say that. You know, our shipping used to take like a couple of days, and maybe it's you know more like six days now or something, five six days sometimes. Yeah, um, we have we have um, free shipping that we offer, but then we also have upgraded shipping that the customer can choose. Of course, as well.
1: Yes. Okay, and and the a uh, wonderful thing is you're offering my listeners ten percent off. So guys, yes. use use code all capitals hello twenty twenty.
0: Also, if they wanted to join our V babes group, we offer yes. special exclusive discounts yeah. in that. Ooh, in that okay. group, um, but you have to be a V babe to know what they are. <laughs> okay, um, and, and it's then kind of, it's something special that I do. I just feel like you know everyone is together in a group and why not have little special Mm -hmm. things like that i love that and then where can they find you on social media um natasha semigo i'm very active actually in the group i am one of those ceo and founders that i really like to talk and interact with uh, my customers especially with my v babes um Mm -hmm. so i am in the group you know almost daily Okay. So, you know, I, I'm, I post in there a lot. I go live in the group to chit chat. Yeah, I always interact for sure. Okay,
1: awesome. And then it's at VFresh on Instagram.
0: Yep, in- our right. Instagram is VFresh and our Facebook oh. is uh, VFresh as well. And then Great. you can find our V Babes group on our Facebook page. Great. Or Great. you can just type in VBabes, um, a safe
1: place for girl talk and that should come up. Okay, perfect. Well, Natasha, this has been such a pleasure. This, I was so excited to interview you because this is such a passionate topic for me. And I love that you're passionate thank about it as well. You're such an intelligent businesswoman. And I love being able to um, promote strong women on this show as well. So um, thank you so much for coming on. I so appreciate you. Yeah, you are so welcome. Thank you. This was really,
0: really fun. And thank you for letting me just ramble because I do ramble. I could just go on forever.
1: (laughs) No, you did amazing. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Well, thank you again, Natasha, for joining me. That was such an amazing interview and I so appreciate all your time. Thank you, Jared, for coming in for the intro, you guys. Don't forget to use the code, all capital letters, HELLO, 2020, to go get 10% off your first order at www.vfresh.com. Also, please rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. And we will see you next time. Bye.